Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 193. Today's topic what? is content marketing tools for WordPress. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Chris, tell us about yourself. My name is Chris Lemma. I blog over at chrislemma.com. I have a new blog on leadership over at beyondgood.com. And I like content marketing. <laughs> Chris would not miss this episode for like, the world. Chris, thank you for sharing with the group. We appreciate it. <laughs> what about I'm you, Russ? Um, my name is Russ. I run uh, Everything WP here in Las Vegas. I'm speaking at Orange County in a couple weeks, and I'm very excited. Orange County. What did you say? Uh, uh, my name is Say Reed, and I... Love WordPress, preach WordPress, teach WordPress, make WordPress, at Say Read Media on all the things, and um, I also love content marketing. Nice. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at jasontucker.us. You know, I actually like content marketing, too. I'm, I'm not a... Um, <laughs> mainly because it's, a it's mainly because it's a necessity of mine just to have to be able to deal with this type of stuff, you know, to promote all the things that I do outside of work. So. Well, isn't it really a necessity of anything on the web? Like, see, that's... If Steve were here, he would he would give us our Wikipedia that would be a definition. Wikipedia, yeah. But, well, we could skip that because I wouldn't want to take that role on for him. But, um... Basically, content marketing is just making sure people see your stuff, like at yep. the core, at the baseline. And what else is the point, really, of doing well, all think, the work on I your think, site if no one's going to look at it? I think, I think I would define content marketing slightly differently, but it is the benefit, right? The benefit is because the world is driven by Google uh, and, at some level, Facebook, that... Um, you you know those the the people that are aggregated and and using Google and Facebook are getting directed to content and so if you're not using content as your strategy if you're just like ooh I built my little site and then I hope people show up um, content marketing is a strategy by which you bring people from those places to your site um, so I I think the, the the content marketing itself is all about telling stories the benefit is that you get the traffic if you're telling the right kind of stories. I think that um, it is, it's kind of like a lot of uh, small business, new small business owners, startups, especially not like startups in the tech industry, but startups like startup brick and mortars or startup services. A lot of people have the idea that uh, they just like, you know, hang out their shingle and they're like, we're open. And then like suddenly like people will just come in and now they have customers. Um, and I get that same kind of thing when when uh, my clients op uh, open websites, when they launch their website or when they start a website for a business, they just assume that people are going to find it so much so that they're afraid to like kind of put it out there in the beginning because they think, oh, everyone's going to be reading it and judging it and I have to explain to them. No, you actually have to work really hard to get people to come to your site. Um, so just because you <laughs> just put it up there doesn't mean everyone's coming and judging you. It's also about distributing valuable and relevant uh, content consistently. You know, it's it's not just writing a blog post saying why you're the best once. You need to keep kind of advocating on what you're trying to solve and how you're solving it and what it's going to do over time. One so be like, I'm the best, and then the next week you'd be like, I'm amazing, and then the next week you'd be like, I'm so cool, 
and then the next week is the strategy. What, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's what that's what people do. Right? I know that so, is actually so the strategy. that's what that's what so, I was trying to segue in. You 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 joke, and yet um, I dressed, but my, I don't dress. Yeah, my my general rule of thumb is if you wouldn't do it at a cocktail party, don't do it on your website, and so. Well, I'm in trouble then. I'm way in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> none yeah. of us, none Rest of us does live in Vegas, so it's a different kind of cocktail party, if you know. What none I mean. of us show up Ooh. to a cocktail party and 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 spend the entire time talking about ourselves, right? Um, the people, if if you show up to a cocktail party and you're that guy who's walking around going like, I just closed another deal and I'm just amazing and here's what I did, everyone else is wondering who invited them, right? And how do we make sure they don't get invited to another party again? But if you're the kind of person that tells uh, an interesting story, if you're the kind of person that says, what is it you do, and asks a question and then says, oh, you know who you'd really like, and introduce you to someone else, or tells someone else's story and connects dots, then all of a sudden people are like, invite that person again, right? So, And now we know Chris's entire marketing strategy for his life. <laughs> so for cleaner. Pretty much. If you've ever been to a conference with Chris, Chris, you know, like he has his little group, but then he'll walk up and he'll tell somebody, no, hey, you're wrong about that. It's very simple. And then he walks away, and people are like, well, who's that guy? And you're like, well, he's a really big time deal, and now he has new followers. But, but, I, mean, but, but I mean, Chris says very little, but it's so dead on that you have to listen. Does Chris well, say very little? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't walk up to people and say, <laughs> you're wrong. I walk up to people sometimes, listen, and go, yeah. That's, that's he, interesting. I, I think what Chris it. says is, I would do it a different way. I might try it this other way, and then they're like, wait, what'd you just say? Um, but, but let's talk about, particularly if we're talking about content marketing, the reality is that you can use any platform to do it, right? So the the if you're going to tell good stories, you can tell good stories at a cocktail party, you can tell good stories in your house, and you can tell good stories on the web. The, the topic for today really is, what are the tools available to you um, that help you tell good stories on the web. And and so I'm going to start with my very first, which I love. I absolutely love. I adore. And I know that people give it grief, and I don't care because I love it. And that is the SEO plugin by Yoast. Um, they have Who added... That grief? Who gives that they, grief? Oh, <laughs> Lots really? of give you grief. Yes. Oh, but, all I hear is praise and praise and praise. Well, so it all depends on the circles you're in. But here's the thing. They've introduced some new features, right, where it doesn't just tell you if the SEO is right. It has a now a, a new little uh, monitor, if you will, that says content, and the content is, like, good or the content is bad. And I love that, okay? I know, I know yep. Yoast has been... Yoast's been collecting feedback like, hey, if you don't like content, bad. What would you prefer to put there? And all sorts of people have feelings. But here's the bottom line, right? Most of the content you write is bad. So yay to Yoast for doing the work to figuring out your sentence structures are poor, your line lengths are poor. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes into good storytelling. If mm -hmm. all I did was ramble like Sarah Palin, you'd be like, no, there's no... That's that's not a good storytelling, right? Um, and so, and I pick someone who's clearly not the presumptive for the Republican Party. But anyway, my point is, <laughs> and that really a bad storyteller. I would just like to go to chrislemma.com and have the first line be, "I can see Russia from my house." <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he can see China from his house. So, so my my bottom line point is way. one of my favorite tools, right? And it continues to evolve. And there's a lot of other people that build SEO plugins. 
there are not a lot of other people that are actually doing the professional level services of of SEO work with very large organizations and having to solve really particular problems or also be included in the conversations that people are having at Google and at Facebook and all these other places than um, Yoast. And so uh, that is my number one all-time favorite content marketing plugin. Uh, I totally agree and I would like to say that some of the circles that I travel in, are it's not all WordPress circles, um, but at the SEO conferences that I go to, um, it, it, Yoast, that plugin, Yoast SEO, is like, everyone's just like, use Yoast, Yoast SEO plugin, use Yoast SEO, like seriously, it's like, yeah. like crack yeah. to those people. So I, um, of course, use it for every everybody all the time and sometimes people get obsessed with the green light, which I try to explain that they, you know, especially if their content is being like created dynamically, you know, they can't always be obsessed with the green light, but having that visual element to shoot for yeah. makes it really valuable. Yeah. The other one, another one that I like that always comes top of mind, co-schedule, co by the way, everything they do is awesome. I was going to drop that. All right, I, I have another one. We're good. I have another one. We're good. Yeah, but, but co-schedule co -schedule has two, so I will take the... I will take the the simpler one, which is the click to tweet, and leave you the editorial calendar stuff. I had um, revival. Oh, no. I had okay, okay. Go ahead. Click to tweet. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. So, wow, Chris. Click click to tweet. Uh, the first time I saw click to tweet, I thought, you can't tell me what to tweet, right? Like you're reading an article and it says click this so that you can tweet my quote back out to the rest of the world, and I'm like, what? That is like. Everything about it rubbed me wrong, right? The first time I saw it, because I was like, no way. Uh, but then I noticed that I was clicking it, right? I was actually sharing that way, right? I wasn't sharing with the little links at the bottom of the page. I wasn't sharing at the top of the page before I've even read the dang post. Um, but in the middle, an appropriate sized quote that made sense, I clicked on it. I wanted to share it that way. And as I started adding it to some of my articles, I noticed people were sharing it more that way as well, more than just the general, like, here, Chris wrote another post. Um, so I love click to tweet uh, The thing about click to tweet though, is that you have to pick the right sentence. I have seen some lame sentences. I'm like, no one's tweeting that. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, you've got to really pull something that makes sense when it's it needs, and, it and exemplifies the article. Like, don't be, like... <laughs> I, I, I just want to argue that point that <laughs> I just want to argue the point that I tweet whatever Chris has on his click to tweet because it makes me sound <laughs> smart, arguably. So I'm okay with whatever you need me to click to tweet. Um, <laughs> I love post schedule because I, we have a lot of people here in Vegas who are professional bloggers and they try to schedule posts out to make it seem like they're online when they're not online. And that's why I like post schedule is it, 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 it keeps keeps consistent flow even though you're not posting new articles every day you can reshare old ones that might revive people's um, interest back into your site and why they came for the first time I'm a huge fan of co-schedule for the second advanced part of scheduling tweets out I love speaking of editorial calendars I love editorial calendar because like a key part of content marketing is making content and that can be really hard to do and seeing that content um, in in that calendar form is so much more visually stimulating so much more deadline realizing like the post list is not any place to keep a list or a calendar so but having that embedded in the admin and not external on a piece of paper 
just takes it to that next level. And also, if you set those to post, you can create that kind of pressure. You're like, oh, that's going to post, so I better finish it. So it can kind of like work to like motivate yourself as well. Just have your own deadline, and then if it posts, you're you're screwed. Jason Tucker, <laughs> actually, uh, you suggested uh, Revival Post. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good one. Formerly click to tweeters or tweet to post or something like that. Post is that revival content now, not just revival. Yeah, revival something like that. It, they just it, have to change their name. Yeah, it's good um, as long as you're not trying to like you know uh, share your cat blog stuff because it does cost a little bit. And so yeah, if it's if that, if that's worth it to you to have to not go through your old content and try to find stuff, um, that's definitely a good one to look at. And it, it kind of helps augment some of that uh, getting the content out there to social networks without having to, um, you know, find it yourself. It just kind of automatically does it through through cron. Sure. Well, that one's tweet old post, but it's also revive old content. Mm, okay. <laughs> but, but so, but no, so it was tweet old post, and now it's revive old post. Yeah, yeah. But, the, the, <laughs> but, but the WordPress plugin URL doesn't change, so when they change <laughs> names, they're not going to change the URL. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say one of my other favorites, and I, I really can't go this this many minutes into our podcast without uh, sharing how awesome Syed Balki is because he is that awesome. Um, but he created Optin Monster, and one of the uh, features of Optin Monster is what are called Monster Links, which allow you to do something called a content upgrade. So if your if your folks are coming and reading one of your posts, and you want to give them some additional stuff, go deeper in some way, et cetera, right? Those links are regular links that then will pop open the subscribe email piece, which will then allow you to send them a content upgrade or send them an additional uh, deeper resource. And um, again, used wisely, uh, it can be incredibly helpful for, you know, f to help you segment those people who are just looking for the quick answer and those people who want to go deeper into the story that you're telling, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, so is, would that be good for like related type content as well? Is that but if you're not trying same to sell something? Same question I had. Right? So so you can so on, on a site like mine, for example, right? We've had uh, Syed and I have had this conversation. I haven't implemented it yet, but I have a lot of different articles on membership sites, right? And so what tends to one happen is someone yeah, just yeah just <laughs> just, just one two forty or fifty, right? So you come. <laughs> You come to one article and you read that article, and likely you will read it, get through the end, and depart, right? Yet, there is another article somewhere on the site that uh, would make a good content upgrade for it, right? And so you can put a link that says, hey, if you want to go deeper in this one, you know, to consider this other option, and then you're routing them to content you've already created. And then on that page, you can take them deeper to a third article or four. So you can start navigating them through some of your content. Um, in a structure that makes sense in one I mean, at the core of this you have to understand all of this is adding value and helping someone uh, and not it's not a quick gimmick of like let me get a pop-up and collect some email right see um, that's like that's the important thing that I was also saying is that if you're just trying to market crappy content no yeah. one's gonna sign up for your stuff anyway because everyone's just inundated with pop-ups and subscriptions and whatever so you're you're working against yourself if you're trying or you're, you're wasting your time really if you're trying to market content that is um, as Google would say low quality or as I would say crappy yeah. um, <laughs> because um. what you're talking about Chris is you have like you said, 40 posts with a lot of information. So 
does that though? My question is, does that you have to sign up to do the deep linking? Like, like the reader on your site would have to subscribe and then get linked around on the site, or they'd get that content sent to them. You can do it. You can you can do it either way, right? So you can route them to a link, or you can send them an email with additional information. So it's um, kind of like a you know click to get the free PDF, but yep, the yep. the non PDF version of that. Yeah, and you can even make it a PDF. Like, the reality is, I know people that do that as a PDF, right? They're like, "Look, I'm gonna take a, you know several of these documents and pack them into one PDF and let you download them." And if you're over a certain age, honest to God, that's there's people that are like, "Look, I am going to take this PDF and I'm gonna do what I do, which is I'm gonna print it and I'm gonna put it in my briefcase. And I'm gonna take it with me somewhere." And I I crack up every time I get that request because I never think it's still not a dominant thought pattern in my life because I never print anything, right? But there's a whole group of people that print all the time. And so then you're like, okay, yep, let's go to PDF. Um, so anyway, you can do it a lot of different ways, uh, but but I, I think it's just, it's worth knowing you have to have the right, the right uh, content and you have to be looking to drive the right kind of behavior, which is being helpful. Again, I if I'm in a cocktail party, I can take someone over to someone else, introduce them, and do a long preamble, and they're not going to be like, why is he still talking? Because they're like, no, he's introducing me to someone really good. Like, this is perfect. But that's only if you're doing that work. If you're just talking for the sake of talking, it, it, it ends. I, w I, I want to name drop somebody who I think does content marketing really well, and his name is Brian Crosgard with Post Status. Oh, he's one of the... He's one of those guys that you will read an article very much like chrislemma.com, and you will see something and you will say, that was very interesting, how do I get more? And it's two clicks and a sign-up, and then all of a sudden you're in the, the thick of like core development and new plugins and, you know, I don't want to say scandals, but WP drama. But, I mean, he's very good at writing content. <clears throat> people in and usually gets people on the first or second shot. I would I would suggest heading over to post status and reading some of his, his stuff if you want to become better at trying to bring people in. I think that's his his content is very very WordPress focused and developer and, and internal WordPress focused. So that's not necessarily something like that every person who's just using WordPress is going to find valuable. His techniques, possibly, but his content is very specialized, which I think is also what makes it really valuable because he stays in his niche. There's a lot of other um, WordPress uh, things, podcasts, newsletters, all that stuff that get out of that niche and yeah. um, they kind of dilute themselves and become less valuable because of that, I think. So well, it, the, staying focused and people, like when people go to Chris's site, they know that they're going to hear about leadership or they're going to hear about membership sites. <laughs> That's, well, well, or, or headphones, or headphones. Well, the leadership sites and the headphone stuff have all broken off Chris Emma so that it's just more WordPress. The, more content marketing for you. The point, the, the point I was trying to make, though, is when you go to post status, you're not going to see a new blog every single day that's like the five best plugins to do this or the yep. three best themes. It's content that's like you probably should need to know about this if you're in the WordPress space, and yes. that makes it more valuable and easier to market instead of saying, come read this thing that another thousand people have already written. Yeah. Um, yep. To that end... To that end, the uh, there is a plugin called Listly. Anyone use Listly? Yep. 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 Um, so that allows you to make lists. It allows you to do that that horrible yet fancy pants thing where you get one 
one slideshow kind of of a time, and then you have to click to go to the next thing in the list. Um, so it allows you to do that on your site or make lists and also do um, upvoting lists. So if you have a lot going on on your site, you know, people can kind of like in a Reddit fashion, you can uh, um, have your people. You can, you can force people to click and click and click and click. Just all day. click for days. Yeah. If you need the clicks. Listly will you, help you click. You need the clicks, yeah. So, uh, so I'm looking at the list and mm -hmm. default layout, and so my question is, is this like an advanced custom field thing where you have one post and you link all of your lists on one shot, or is it a series of custom post types built into one list? I don't, I don't even think it's that. Because um, I think Listly actually takes you back to their site, right? So it's not um, custom posts. It's, it's their yeah. content wrapping around and around and around. Um, okay. One of, the, one of the things that you know about um, when we're talking about, about content, content marketing, is you want people to be able to find your site. That means you want it to be higher up in Google. It also means you want them to load it up, like if you're going from Facebook or Twitter or something else that needs to load quickly. So as, as technical as this sounds, um, using a caching system to improve the speed of your site is a content marketing component, and so I'm a big fan of WP Rocket. Uh, that's at wp-rocket.me, not necessarily where you'd look for it, but um, it is it is simple to use. It is very, very and it works with you know pretty much all all your your standard uh, plugins and hosts and everything else. But um, I have noticed, and it's only happened in the last uh, couple months with the notion of instant articles and AMP and everything else, is that when you're sitting in Facebook and you click a link. You just kind of expect the, the the article to load quickly, and if it starts doing the whole that that this is going to take a while, I just hit back and move on, right? Move on with my life because it just took too long. And so you're the one. I'm the guy that that <laughs> that I just I realize I've been trained, right? I like a monkey. Uh, they just taught me that if I click it and it loads up fast, I'm a happy man, right? And so. Chris uh, Lemma is 25% of your bounce rate. <laughs> I mean, that's a real thing, though. People people don't have that patience. And not only that, they think that the site is broken. Yep. So yeah. for the most part, they, they're going to just be like, oh, that doesn't work. Yep. Or, and or, or, you, the, or they're going to imagine that a bunch of ads are going to load up or there's going to be this yeah. huge opt-in and, and here's And here's the crazy thing. Like, I know that there's things going on. Like, I know the site is live. I know things – like, I'm a technologist. I know exactly what's happening behind the scenes. It doesn't matter, right? If I click the link and I see a white screen and it's taking more than a second or two for the thing to load, I'm, I'm, I'm out of there, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, if, if, if you don't know what's going on, it's easy to just go, oh, well, I guess that thing broke and you move on. So, um, WP Rocket – I'm a big fan of uh, as a as a content marketing tool. I love WP Rock as well because WP Engine is one of the the sites where you can't use uh, many caching things or minifying scripts because they do it for you. But regardless, you can use WP Rocket on WP Engine. I was yes. gonna ask that actually. Yep, you can I use it everywhere. I use uh, two different things um, to kind of push content out from my sites, and one of them is uh, a plugin called, uh, it's made by Netscripts, and it's called Snap. It's the uh, social network auto poster. I love that thing. That thing has, that's a, that thing saves my bacon every single day, because I don't have to worry about anything. I post a new, some new content, or if I have content that's auto, being auto posted to my site, will automatically 
then get sent out to Twitter, Facebook, so on and so forth. That is the secret to the blab inundation on Thursdays. Yep, so I love that one. And then the other thing I like is um, if this and that. Um, I, I couldn't promote my friend's content without using if this and that. So by having if this and that, whenever Chris posts something new to his site, I automatically go and share it out to everybody. And I've picked out different categories that I like of his. So I'm not sharing everything. I'm only sharing just the things that I think are worth for me to share. So. That's I what I use. I, I think you just implied that he might have semi-professional content. I think that's what you just implied. Well, I no, no, I, I understand. Uh, I, I would don't share run my own business. Of, yeah, I would share bits and pieces as well. Yeah. But do um do any of you use Sumo Me or have you the suite? Yes, no. the Sumo Me suite. I do not. I uh, I tried it and noticed that it was doing something funky in terms of uh, how it was interacting with my site and where it was injecting links and things and like that. That patience, that patience kicked in, and you're like, I'm out. No, it was more. It was more that I wonder if I'm the product and not the product as a product, right? So, right. Uh, there's every time you're using a product, and especially the free parts. Uh, you, you have to ask yourself: Is the is the product the product, or am I the product? Right? Are they aggregating people? Are they aggregating my name or my account? Are they aggregating my viewers? Are they aggregating aggregating my Twitter followers? All that kind of stuff. Or, ag like, or aggravating, whichever. Or, or aggravating, right? <laughs> and so there's just something about it that didn't didn't feel uh, comfortable, and so I was like, mm, let's just back away. I didn't like that there was um, some kind of work that you had to put a script in your header file, which means if you're not techie at all, you're going to kind of have a problem with that, or you install a plugin. The problem that I was having with Sumo Me was with um, Pretty Link Pro. The, there was two scripts that were making the links not link to where they're supposed to link, which is the opposite idea of a link in general. <laughs> so that's the problem that I had. Wait, yeah. you were using Pretty Link Pro and Sumo Me, or using it uh -huh. as a? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I was trying to use Pretty Link Pro um, to cloak like um, affiliate links and stuff. That's this long affiliate thing. And Sumo Me was actually trying to add on um, a class to the link to track it, and it was causing it to break. Oh, that's no good. Without getting too that. technical, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I love Pretty Link Pro. Just as a side yeah. note, there, I, I was, that is also content marketing because that short links be and pretty links. I talked about, yeah. <laughs> so I, um, we, what a nice segue. We, oh darn! We have more content to share. Oh darn! <laughs> we we talked about WP Rocket, um, and that's all about um, managing the 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 performance of the site. But they also have uh, a Magify, which is the performance of your images. So if, if you're loading up big images, um, the I, I, I used to be a big fan of Kraken because I got to say release the Kraken at, at Kraken.io. I am now a big fan of uh, their work at, at Imagify. Um, and uh, release also, the imagination. Yeah, they have a they have another they have a funky domain name. You gotta look it up, right? Because it's not dot com. To that end, it's .io, but to that end, I wanted to say also, images are very important to content and content marketing, and Image Inject is one of the coolest images for people who don't have the budget or a subscription with a Shutterstock thing. Um, so you can find 
um, Creative Commons licensed uh, uh, images for your plugin, for your plugins, for your posts, based off of you know keywords or whatever, and it comes and embeds the little like photo by text kind of automatically, so it's it's very easy to use, and that is a great thing for um, the user. Not, yes. I mean, that's not necessarily like a developer tool or anything like that, but for the user who's creating the content, who needs an image, um, that is one of the, uh, it's a fun tool, and it's an easy to use tool, so Image Inject is great. Comp, Comp Fight is good too, but it's a little clunkier. On top of, um, on top of that, if so, if you use the the image processing that Chris was talking about, you can use WP Rocket to lazy load your images, which means it doesn't load until you get relative to the photo instead of trying to load all the photos at once. Um, that's another thing that WP Rocket does out of the can, which will speed up your site, which makes Chris Lemma not be part of your bounce rate. It's a win-win for everybody. It's true. Awesome. It's totally true. <laughs> Folks, that's about it for today. Thank you very much you for being on, watching the show, and hanging out. It, this was almost like this was almost like doing the WP Blab in the middle of the day, which was kind of weird. So. Um, folks, make sure you go to our website, www.hardcore.com, and click on the links there to subscribe. Uh, we do shows both on Mondays as well as on Thursdays, so if, you, uh, if you're around on Thursdays, feel free to come over to WP's lab over at www.hardcore.com slash WP's lab. Folks, see you later. You have a good one. Bye. Happy week.